The sword and the shark. We swing the sword and we swim with the shark. Spoken word and the speaker separate the light from the dark. It's a pleasure and an art. It starts when it ends and it ends when it starts. Dropping daggers into hearts. You can get the combo or a la carte. The living sword hits the hearts. The shark swims into waters that are deep and dark. Travel with us into another dimension where faith frees people and destroys tension. We preach unity, not dissension or detention. Ascension is more than an honorable mention. This is the way. We are people of the way. We don't wait for tomorrow. We live today. The sword and the shark. Shark, what's going on, man? Bang, bang, sword and shark gang. <laughs> oh man, Buenos Dias. Yeah, it is. Uh, man, it has been amazing how quick this year has gone by. Man, it has flown. I mean, literally flew by here. Yeah, and I think everybody has the same sentiment. Well, most people got the same sentiment. It's like, man, it just felt like it was January uh, one, maybe three or four weeks ago. Well, maybe not that quick yeah. movement, but yeah. But anyway, man, it's good to be back. Man. It's good to be in the studio once again. And, uh, you know, we got to deal with an issue that I believe is plaguing so many. I'm, I'm sure it came up in our podcast earlier in several episodes, I'm sure. But this subject never gets old. <laughs> it, it really doesn't. It, it never gets old. Because it's real. And we are back again finding ourselves with the necessity to discuss this issue. And this is just not a man thing. This show is definitely designed for the man. We target the men because men are leaders. Yes. Men are groundbreakers. They are trailblazers. And... They're coverings. They are protectors. And it's the way God created us. And so we need to be at our most optimal. We need to be at our best in serving not only the Lord, but serving his people in whatever capacity that we're in. And so we need to address something. Sometimes it's an elephant in the room. A big one. Right. Other cases, we know it's there. But we don't do nothing about it. And guess what? That has to change. We're going to stop that. Exactly. We're going to stop that. We are aiming at stopping the. Anything that plagues us. Yeah, man. (laughs) You know, from being the best who we can be in the Lord. We don't got to live with that. Exactly. There you go. We don't have to live with it. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to take it. No, we're not. No. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the point. Hey, Twisted Sister had it right. <laughs> they were prophetic. I knew you were going to get 
the pro- they were they were prophetic, man. You know, they tried to hey, they tried to tell us back in 1981. You know, <laughs> makeup and all. <laughs> They're like that foundation on them dudes, man, is better than some of the folks now. Y'all know? don't know who you playing anyway, with, man. If y'all don't know, uh, you know, the shark just quoted uh, a prophetic word that was spoken. Around 1980 or 1981, you know, by uh, the servants, a twisted sister. <laughs> you know, we're not going to take it, and that's no. the and that. <laughs> don't forget that part. Yeah, no. Yeah, and so yeah, em- emphatic. Yeah, yeah. So we we out the gate uh, hard this morning, man. Uh, yeah, but hey, let's get to the word of God. Uh, in the dirt. We're gonna go to Mark chapter five. And we're going to read a familiar passage in the word. I'm going to read out an amplified version. I got one, two, three, actually got four verses to read for us to get the clarity of the subject on today. Mark chapter five, verse 27. We're going to read 27 through 29, and we're going to skip down to verse 34. And if you have it, say amen. 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 Mark chapter five, 27. She had heard reports about Jesus, and she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his outer robe. Some translations say she touched the hem of his garment. For she thought, if I just touch his clothing, I will get well. Immediately, her flow of blood was dried up, and she felt in her body and knew without any doubt that she was healed of her suffering. Verse 34. Then he said to her, daughter, your faith, your personal trust and confidence in me has restored you to health. Go in peace and be permanently healed from your suffering. Powerful is the word of God. Yes. And may God add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his word. Amen. Amen. So as we close out 2023 and going into 2024, the word that we need to address on today is I've got to get healed. It's mandatory. Yeah. I got to get healed, man. I got to get healed. And, you know, we, we, we look in this passage of scripture, we see that there is a, a woman who was identified by having an issue of blood. And it's amazing that throughout the word of God, we see so many conditions that people were in that the Lord healed them from. Um, Remember blind Bartimaeus? Yeah. All right. The man, the impotent the man, the impotent man at the pool of Bethesda. Bethesda. Right. Mm-hmm. You had, and even here, we're dealing with the woman with the issue of blood, and it's amazing how our conditions, those conditions or those situations or sicknesses or diseases that they were in, that they were identified by those conditions. Like the woman with the issue of blood, we don't even know her name. No, but we know her by her condition. The young man that was born blind didn't know his name. The Bible just said that 
Um, there was a young man who was what? Blind from birth. birth. Okay. Dude with the withered hand. Yeah, dude with the withered hand. hand. We don't know his name. So there's a lot of, I mean, it's it's not like names were necessary. However, the authors, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, made sure that they identified these individuals by their condition. You know, so the main thing. So, so the, the main, main thing, exactly. So we can focus in on Christ. Yeah, not only well, yeah, focus in on the condition that they were in, but how it can be reversed into the opposite, in which basically is the very thing that God designed for us to be. Because a lot of times we identify our lives by what we're dealing with. That's that. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, if, if, if I've been in a bad relationship or if I'm currently in one, our lives can be centered more around focus in those areas, which is not always a good thing. No. Right. It can become an unhealthy landmark. Yeah. Look, look, life. look how, look how many people just throughout time, are known for one thing, but now their identity has shifted because of a scandal, because of a crisis, because of a situation. Bruh. Right? Bruh. You, you see what I'm saying? That, you know, you, a person can be wealthy, man, and you identify that individual, that individual's name by their wealth and by their fame and by their fortune. But turn around and find out that they broke one day. Now you you know you place another identity on this same person that you may have watched, right? Enter you know watch them entertain you. You may listen to their music. Uh-huh. You know you may watch them you know on film or whether they're doing comedy or whatever it is. You know a big business or whatever, and it's amazing how things can change and how your identity uh, can change as well. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's definitely a revolving door of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but in this scenario here, we see that there was a young woman. We really don't know age, but there was a woman who had an issue of blood. She was hemorrhaging. And this went on for 12 years. My goodness, man. Carrying a burden for 12 years. Trying to deal with an issue for 12 years. And one thing we can say is that she made attempts. She did. She blew her fortune trying yeah. to, you know. With doctors and physicians. But they couldn't do anything. No, they and she spent so much on trying to do something that we now realize it was something that only God can do. Message. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is it that we're that we're fighting? What is it that we're struggling with? What has been going on in this year? And and this mm. and it's not it, it it could be something that just didn't begin this year. Yeah. What if it started in 2016? Man. What if it went on 
in 2020, 2012, all the way to 2023. So, so th there's some things that we can be in that went on for a long period of time, you know, real bondage, man. Yeah. Right. So here she is. And she said to herself, if I can just touch his clothing or touch the hem of his garment, she said, I will get well. I will get well. Her faith is at work. She knew that without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, because she, because what did it say? She said she heard the reports about Jesus. So she heard what he's been doing, how he's been healing the sick how he has been opening up blinded eyes, you know, Man. how he has been casting out devils and, and freeing individuals from bondages in life. That's what I was going to say. Freedom. He's been, yeah. he'd been freeing the captain, literally yeah. freeing the captain. Yeah. And, and she heard these reports and she was like, I've got to get healed. I've got to get healed. And she and and, and 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 again, we applaud her efforts in the beginning of what she tried to do to stop this hemorrhaging. But now she has what she believes is her greatest opportunity. You know, that's coming through the man named Jesus Christ. OK, but before we get there. You know. Shark, I was just realizing that, you know, one of the biggest misconceptions when it comes to being a believer is that we're obligated in a lot of cases to carry the burden of pain. Nobody want to talk about that. It's like, it's like an obligation, bro. It, it's a part of the walk. Yeah. I believe it is. And it doesn't mean that pain is not going to happen. It doesn't mean that suffering is not going to take place. We know those things will, will happen. Yeah. But there are that. certain ones that we were never designed to carry. You got to, yeah, you got to crack into that. Right. So basically, as we see that, you know, we, we, we know that, that, that Jesus did many healings and the Bible said that he healed all manner of diseases and sicknesses. So there's nothing that Jesus was unable to do, right? Correct. Okay. But in this case, and what we're talking about now, as far as these burdens that we, we carry, some things are the weights that come with the assignment, right? Okay. <clears throat> but then there are things that are sicknesses and diseases that can easy, either be physical or yeah. they can be emotional. B both affect us. Both, yeah. Hard. Both affect us. Both affect now, us hard. at least I got clarity when it comes to my assignment that there's a burden that comes with the responsibility of it. Correct. There's a weight that comes with um, the call. The pressure yeah. of being who you are and what you have to do. There's a way with responsibility. I yeah. agree with that. Yeah, and 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 there's and and <clears throat> you can't be called by God 
and be put in position to serve his people in certain capacities without getting hit with stress. That's without yeah. getting hit with struggle. You see what I'm saying? Which can affect us emotionally and physically. You know, you know what I'm saying? I think we don't. I think we think to a certain extent that we don't um, or we forget how mm -hmm. to compartmentalize when we're being led into these places and we hide that in hyper spirituality. Like it's just going to mm -hmm. all work out. No, the Lord wants he, you're equipped to do this. Mm -hmm. And some things you're going to need to compartmentalize. It's just a, it's a, it's a healthy way to deal with an assignment. Oh yeah. Especially when it's very, very heavy. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're going you're going to have to be skilled in pain management. Yep. You're going to have to be skilled in time management. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to be skilled in personnel development. Yeah. You're going to have to be skilled and you're going to have to be willing to move to the next level in personal mm -hmm. development. Yeah. And for, from my experiences, that's where we in the body struggle with, with compartmentalization mm -hmm. in those areas. Yeah. And compartmentalization is a good thing, right? It's a, it's a good thing. It, right. It can because, be a good thing. you know, there are some things that we must endure. Right. Yeah. We, but it's, it's tough. Right. When I don't want to endure that. But exactly. it's like, but that the, goes with the job. That goes with the job. And guess what? That's where our wisdom. Hey. You know, has to be greater than our feelings because our feelings don't always accommodate the, the, the necessary decisions that we have to make. No, but we make the necessary decisions because it's the right thing to do. That's where discipline comes in. There you go. There you being go. Being a disciple. There you go. And being disciplined. Exactly. Where we struggle mm -hmm. in that is yeah. not understanding from a standpoint that suffering it's a part of the journey. It's a part of the journey, right? It's not, it is designed to not be roses every day or why would we need God? Yeah. He uses that as a tool and it's tough for people to deal with that. That's why we're here, mm -hmm. especially today yeah. to understand we, you, I, you have to have the attitude. I got to get healed. Yeah. And because just check this out and, and we, we need to kind of differentiate uh, real quick here because there are some pains that, again, that's going to come with the assignment. Yep. And those pains, it can derive from failed expectations. That's a good one. Right. It can derive from confrontations. Yes. Some conflicts. Mm -hmm. Right. Some pressures that come along with the assignment, because when you are in the God pleasing business, a lot of cases you will come in a conflict with people being pleased, man, because, <laughs> right. I almost bumped my yeah. head on the mic. on that Yeah, because night. sometimes God pleasing all the people time. pleasing will always run into a conflict because sometimes the way people want to be pleased it's not what God wants. It's not what God wants. It can be a displeasure to God. Man, it can be a stench. You see what I'm saying? So, so they're gonna they're gonna be some cuts and some bruises that will come with clashing with people. 
okay, along the assignment, whether you are in ministry, whether you are in business, whether you are with an organization, whether you are in the school system, whether you are in the uh, health industry, it, it whether you are in, yeah, in media, it, it doesn't All matter. Of that. How do you wrap a your family, mind yeah. you know, a husband and yeah. wife, you know, significant others, you are going to deal with conflict and conflict has its little cuts and bruises and bumps and things of that nature. Ooh. And so, but however, that pain should only be temporary and the pain threshold, here we go, mm-hmm. should not be so great that is keeping you from operating in your assignment. Here we go. Here we go. But when you deal with a pain threshold that is debilitating you and is holding you back from you being everything that God wants you to be, then that light has to go off and say that, you know what? I can't allow this to continue. I've got to get healed. That's when the check engine light should go off. Not only check engine like, light goes oh, off, man. right? I what if you, you know? Okay, so now your 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 uh your speed is dropping. <laughs> you losing momentum. Yes, yes you losing Something power going. in the vehicle. I'm going. Some hey, some ain't right. Because you can't drag through this life. No. And expect to be effective. That's not abundant living. Thanks for listening to the Total Man podcast. We appreciate your listening ears and your open heart. So pain, agitations, and sufferings mm-hmm. are common. But when something is overwhelming, then we have a problem. Just like uh, Pastor mm-hmm. Mac preached or really taught in Bible study, and we was you know, <clears throat> in, the, in the area of grief. Man, good one. And, and, and grief is common. And grief is just not the loss of a life. No. Grief also is about the loss of a relationship. Grief can happen with the loss of a job. Grief can happen with being rejected, right? Grief, grief can can deal with money you lose, Dude. with friends you lose, you know, positions you lose. Grief doesn't care, right? I've seen people go through grief of being elevated because they fear Mm-hmm. They fear the new responsibilities, mm-hmm. and it's it's almost like the Jews leaving Egypt thing. You mm-hmm. know, they just they grieve. Mm-hmm. You're being freed, but we had the flesh pots. It's like the Lord is elevating you. Yeah, and here it is. You're in a whole new spot, but you grieving. Yeah, because because you're leaving what's common. Because you're leaving what's comfortable. Yeah, common and comfortable. Common and comfortable. And what you know. Enemies, dude. And then going into an unknown. So, yeah, there can be a fear there, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, so so there's some things that are what we call, ex, you know, expectations. You know, we, we, we know there are going to be some bumps and bruises, but the bumps and bruises should not be so overwhelming that, you're drawing back from your assignment or you're dragging along at a pace that God never designed you to it's, uh, move in. It's the word. I think you said it. Debilitating. Yes, debilitating. It shouldn't be debilitating. Right. So this woman with the issue of blood <clears throat> was going through life. And you already know when you're hemorrhaging, you're losing blood. Man. 
you're it's it's a you're losing a life source first and foremost, right? You're tired, but you're tired and you're worn out. Can like, you imagine that? She been worn out for twelve for twelve years, years, and I'm sure there's some days My were goodness. better than others. But you know what? She was still not at her best. No, no. And this is a condition that needed to be resolved. Do we have some areas in our lives where we are hemorrhaging? Yes. Yes, some we know of, some the Holy Spirit has to make light of because Mm -hmm. we have closed the door in that room and just, you know, Mm -hmm. it ain't there no more. You know, you can't have abundant life like that. Yeah. You cannot. Now, that is an example of ineffective compartmentalization. Yeah. Because that's not even, I'm not going to even say that's compartmentalization. That's just not dealing with that. Exactly. And that's not surrendering that. There you go. The Lord wants our whole house, but we'll give the whole house except for this little room. We close the door or the closet or whatever that mm-hmm. is. A lot of but, junk piled but, up. But yeah, like the song said, he wants it all, literally. Yeah. And we just don't want to, I don't want it, Lord. I, you you, you bless me, God. I, I thank you for everything, but I, you, I worship you in everything except for my money. Yeah. I don't, I, I can handle that. I can. You know, old some cop out, you know, I'm left up to my own wisdom. I know how to handle the money. No, we worship him with our giving, too. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here trying to slap somebody over the head with Malachi. I'm just saying there that's another area that we don't, we don't, we're, we're you're deluded. You're not even thinking about it. And the Lord is, that's the one thing he going to put his finger on. Yeah. Can't have abundant life like that. Yeah. And, 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 and what we're talking about are areas that are reckless. Yeah, man. Right. Areas that uh, that are ineffective, you know, areas that we're deficient in that are necessities for our uh, productivity in development, bro. in development. Right. And so, again, I think any woman knows when you, you know, (laughs) some have three days, some go all seven. But can you imagine just 12 years? Of a constant flow. 365 times 12. Yeah. Because if you, because, you know, yeah, yeah. But she got to that point. And and, and, and see see what happens, too, is that, man, we normalize these things. We live with deficiencies that the Lord doesn't want us to live with. Dude. And there's a reason why we live with these deficiencies. I was about to ask, like, why? You know, why Why do we willingly just want to just live with this wart on us? You know what I'm saying? Just, it just, it becomes a friend. Yeah. Oh, what's the word for that? It's a, it's a syndrome. It's Stockholm. Stockholm syndrome, Where you just yeah. fall in love with something that's, that you cap, you, yeah. you held you hostage. Yeah, exactly. And so, and these things we have to address. And we have to desire better of ourselves because God did not create us for a life to be lived in chronic deficiencies, man. No, that's not. You that, see what I'm saying? That ain't abundant life. And, and, we, got, and we got to identify that because yeah. we can normalize something that we should be experiencing. Mm-hmm. Right. We I mean, meaning that we can normalize not having what we need and we just go through life haphazardly yeah. 
and be okay with it. And a lot of times it's because of fear. Yeah. A lot of times it's because of our pride. Yeah. A lot of times it's because of our insecurities. Because sometimes even in our insecurities, we don't feel we deserve. What is that? What is that? Is that insecurity? I, you know, I've heard people say that, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't I don't deserve this. I don't deserve that. It's a psychological that's, dysfunction. That's a that's a what thing is that? It's a psychological issue. Yeah. Because you can suffer so long that it will it will really attack your esteem. Yeah. Self-esteem. It will it will yeah, it will it will it will, it will attack your courage in life mm-hmm. to where you start believing that what you're not getting and what you need, you don't deserve it. Mm. You again, it's That's the, not the will of God for it's us. Not, it's not, and we have to identify God. those things, right? So, it's good. You know, mm. we, Jesus said in John ten and ten, "The thief cometh not, but to, to steal, Sin kill, and destroy. destroy." He said, "But I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly." So, sure. if the Word tells us that. Oh. We should be walking in abundant life. That abundant life means abundance in every aspect of it. We ain't taught that every aspect of it, not just practical material things, you know, just having not just in your money and not just in your possessions, but in your soul. John third, John one, it says that beloved, I wish above all things that what we will prosper. And be in good health, and even as our soul, soul prosper. Third John and two. Okay, Man. so he wants us whole in every aspect of our life. Okay, why? so if that's the case, why do we keep holding on to the areas of our lives that are hemorrhaging, insecurity, right? and we already named it. Yeah. Okay. So now we know what our greatest challenge is. Now we know where the struggle, we identified the area that sits in between our sickness and our healing. And guess what? We're going to have to tear those walls down on that. You see what I'm saying? Dude. We got to get to a point where we need to man up and woman up. And say, I deserve better than this. God desires greater That's for me where I was, than yeah. this. So I've got <clears throat> to get healed. And to understand it's okay for us to. It, it, that is what he wants. When you said that, that just struck a, a, a note mm-hmm. in my mind where, like, it's God's desire, man. Mm hmm. For us to be healed. He doesn't want us limping along through no, life. No. I mean. No. I'm not saying every day we're not going to be able, be doing 100 to to everything. But, but if it's debilitating. Want, but if it's debilitating. That's like, the thing. Like it's so many people dealing with grief. Mm-hmm. And. 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 um An inability to deal. Like with stress management. It really. And and to once you get into the word of God and just get into 
to letting that thing, letting him speak to you through reading because mm-hmm. you got to know it to understand that it's okay. He wants us to be healed. Mm-hmm. Man, when you said that, that hit a real note. Yeah. It, it, it's his he desire us yeah. for us to be healed so we can accomplish whatever purpose he has for our lives. Yeah. Every day is going to, it's going to take toughness. It's going to take courage based on your assignment, based on the responsibility. And we talked about this earlier. You're going to, you're going to deal with some bumps. You're going to build a uh, uh, deal with some scrapes and some cuts and some bruises and, and things of that nature. You're going to, you're going to deal with uh, some uh, opposition uh, that you got to press your way through, right? So you're going to deal with those things. That comes with the territory. There's a weight, there's a pressure that comes with greatness, that yeah, comes with the assignment. Nat- that's natural. Again, whether you're in a relationship, uh, romantic, a, a, a marital, a business, ministry, you will deal with that, okay? But it's those things, um, again, that is so heavy that, you're dragging through life. You're dragging through your assignments. You know, it's it's painful each and every day just to live each and every day. You, you yeah, know what that, I'm saying? That 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 man. You, you, you see, so 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 when when it's when it's something where it's 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 zapping so much of your energy. You know, it's killing you, Emmanuel Lewis. Played on different strokes. Yeah. Okay. Is that Manuel Lewis? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. That's Gary Coleman. Gary, Gary Coleman. Mm-hmm. Gary Coleman. I'm sorry. I had the wrong one. Gary Coleman testified, and this wasn't a good testimony. Okay. <laughs> okay. It was not a good testimony. But I remember him saying something <clears throat> in an interview, and he made a statement saying that when he goes to bed at night, mm-hmm. he prays that. He don't wake up. Lord have mercy. Because facing another day has become so problematic for him. That's how bad off he was. Bro, that's a level of despair. That's you see what I'm saying? When you don't want to see another day. That's despair, man. Yeah. That's the enemy. Do you know how depressing that is Dude. to where... Waking up is what you don't look forward to. That's a, you, it's rough out here for folks, man. That's, and, and, that's I, rough. and I believe that's, that's rough, a man. reality for a lot of people. Every day is the worst day of there, their life. There is something that you can go through life and then you you can go through life having moments where there's some things that you just don't want to face. Yeah, I get that. I do. And and they can be so overwhelming that those rough areas or those rough patches or those situations that you don't want to wake up to, that you don't want to experience, can affect all the good things that's going on in your life as well. Because let me say, it's just like the thing on your body. Stub your little toe or let it get hurt. The rest of your body is fine. 
But you think that that little that pain down there is not going to affect you totally. And that's what people are dealing with. And that's why. It is mandatory. That we take healing as our responsibility. Just like this woman did with the issue of blood. There we go. She She took on. Press. What are you willing to do? What, 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 okay, what, what if, what if this pain that is constantly plaguing you each and every day? Because again, there's a good compartmentalization and then there's a bad compartmentalization. There's some things that we are housing and that we are locking up within us that we need to be what? Addressing. And what we do out of fear, out of pride, out of giving up. Mm, despair, man. Complacency. Yeah. Yeah. We just say, you know, forget it. And guess what? That will begin to affect all the other areas of our lives that's operating well. At some point, that's not going to operate well because it's going to bleed on over. That's a slow poison. So what did she do? She got, we we can believe she got to a point where she got sick and tired of being sick and tired. Correct. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. She refused to continue to accept the fact that I spent all my money up on with these doctors and these physicians and mm-hmm. nothing happened. I refused to give up. Yeah, she but she because when I hear the report of Jesus, when I know who he is, that he is a healer. Not only have I I may not have seen it, but I've heard that he is. I was about to say she heard it. She didn't even she when she heard the reports. She was like, This is it. Yeah. This could be my only shot. Exactly. Right? So she got so she got to the point where she got sick and tired. And when you get to the point where you sick and tired and sick and tired, you're at your greatest position to do something about it. And too often we get sick and tired of getting sick and tired, but we do nothing with the moment. <laughs> you know why? You know. Cuz you know what? You know what I'm saying? Because we are at our greatest level of confidence. <clears throat> We yeah. are at our greatest level of determination, but unfortunately, we will allow that to be a fleeting moment. We can't afford to allow yeah. these open doors or these opportune times to close back up on us. We got to capitalize on those moments. Because that can be debilitating as well, because when we don't capitalize on moments, now, and that door shuts on us. Oh man, you talking about another level of despair, dude? Missed now opportunity. We, now we're dealing with regret and grief because I missed the opportunity. I missed it. Oh, I should have, could have, would have. And especially when you don't know when that opportunity is going to come back around. <laughs> I was about to say, you know, you see what I'm saying? It is, it is so. Oh, we you owe it to yourself, even if you if you fall off. Yeah, you still. Hmm. I know I shot for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't fold. Yeah. I didn't, uh, I didn't just accept it. Mm-hmm. I was, yo, 
I'm on it. Exactly. You know. Ah, and then and then so I've grieved this situation. Yeah, I've done that. I ooh yeah yeah. You look back on it, you're like man yeah. But but we can't stay in there. We can't stay there, right? And so the other thing she did, we believe that she believed that healing can happen for her. So when she heard the report, she didn't get to this point where sometimes we can get to is that. We see it happen for others. We can believe it happened for others, but when it comes to us, we don't think so. Because often, even as a believer, we ourselves can see others being healed. We can hear about others being healed, but when it comes to us, we got second thoughts. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of the craziest dilemmas is that we can you. believe God for everybody else. Everybody else except ourselves. I that was yeah. again, you know why? Boy. Because we this the and this the trip part. We because uh, we know ourselves more outside of God. We know ourselves more than anybody. You know you. Yeah. Why we know we all of our that? issues because we're our greatest critic. Yeah, yeah. The reason why we are <laughs> our greatest critic is because we know all of our junk more than anybody else. Yeah. But but this is the trip part. When we think about this, when we're praying and believing for others, our faith is high. Yeah. Our expectations are high, right? Our belief is high for others. But this is the thing. They're just like you. Yeah. So the very things that you don't believe yourself for, you got full belief with them, but they carry the same crap that you carry. Why do we feel like it's selfish? You see what I'm saying? Here's a question. Why do we feel like it's selfish to believe God for you on some things? Is that just bad teaching? Is that a combination of bad teaching and low self-esteem? Or and also ignorance of the word of God. I think it's all of that. Wow. But but I think once the, the nah. thing, I think the thing that stands out the Golly, most. I, listen, I think the thing that stands out the most is what we know about ourselves. Total Man Podcast. Swimming with the shark, and you are swinging with the sword. So the word of God is going to be the word of God. Why do, Why are we believing that he is the creator of all things? Why is it that we shout and praise God over the word that we hear? We even get to that place mm. where we are in agreement with what is being said because we amen it. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah it. Right? Yeah. Yeah, shout. But why won't we do nothing with it? See, that's the see. We we go we we we, we, we go we we listen. We okay. The thing, the thing that we are in agreement with, we need to that thing need to translate over into an, an experiential moment. Yeah, yeah. We need to experience what we are agreeing with. Yeah. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. That's why when we went to the DR, it was like, dude, we watching people get up off of sick beds uh -huh. and 
literal demons and, coming out of people. And I'm like, and, and, and what? You, you know, you know what part of that was? Is that they were well aware that they needed Jesus just like we do. We need the blood just yeah, like every day. Like they day. did, right? Yeah. But you know what? They got past that. They got past their insecurities. They got past um, their conditions, the, they were the and woman. they just believed that <laughs> it's gonna how, happen, bro. How long does it? How long does it have to take to Man, resonate, dude? That the same God who died for our sins, dude, wants to bless us tremendously in our life, and don't feel bad about that. Yeah, like guilty about that. Like if we come to him as a child, yeah. The reason we he, he's, that's why they said for those that come to God must come to him as a, as as a, a child. child. A child believes can be on punishment. All of that. They can get put in timeout. Yes, sir. They can get a spanking. Yes, sir. <laughs> right. They can get chastised, <laughs> but they still well taken care of. Oh yeah. Eating when it's time to eat, is there? What they want. Exactly. When the birthday come up. It's wild. They're looking for gifts and they're going to get it. Christmas time. Going to get it. You see what I'm saying? Bruh. There's a, hey, check this Check, check this out. You know, there's a there's a there was a saying that went throughout this uh this past holiday week. Yeah, it was you know, that. there there's a there's a parent yelling at their child and say, listen, I'll take all this mess back. Man. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I take all this back. Right? But this is the thing. I bet you those kids, those kids still got that gift. Yeah, they do. You see my point? Yeah. A notion f- fell on me while you were talking to like, it's okay for us. Why the notion fell was are we our own town of Nazareth where Jesus wasn't even, they didn't even look at him. He went to his own home and he was like, I, it's small faith here. Mm-hmm. Are we not even having faith enough for, we got all this faith for other things, for other people. Are we not even having faith enough for ourselves? We just answered it. There you go. I mean, I think it's we just a rhetorical question. Yeah. And, and, and you know, but, so and, we're Nazareth. We're so, the hometown. Something again, we have to divorce Ooh. this self-pity. <laughs> we have to divorce. Woe is me. Yeah. We have to divorce this guilt. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is false guilt. Yeah. We have Whoa. to divorce this condemnation that we have have begun to believe about ourselves that somebody else or others may have spoken into our lives. We got to denounce a lot of things that we have experienced that, that our experiences uh, in life and that were things that people have done to us have, have affected us. We have to denounce those things, bro. And, and, and get past that and begin to believe that God wants to bless us. Oh, he man. wants to heal us. He wants the best out of our lives. We can't do nothing about what others have done to us. That's in the past now. That's why the responsibilities are healing. There's no record of why or how this hemorrhaging started with this woman. No. Just like 
like, but now Jesus gave a, a, you know, at least with the, with the young man that was born blind, at least he said he was born this way. There's a lot of other cases with people in their sicknesses. That's something that developed. Yeah. It could have been something that happened in moments, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, something that, you know, it, uh, we, we, we saw one of the women uh, that was in the synagogue that was bowled over, you know, yeah. uh, the, the Bible said that that came from a spirit of infirmity. Yeah. The man that was blind that Jesus touched twice. You know what I'm saying? He, at some point, he, he, he had got, sight. He had sight at some point because they knew what trees were. Like. Yeah. So, so my whole thing that. is at some point we have to divorce this area that we don't believe it could happen for us. We got to get rid of that. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I, man, that's the man. Boy, purpose that we can, you know, and and do something about it. Don't just get to a point where I believe God can do this for me. Okay, great. Now, okay, let's do something about it. Let's do something about. It. I think people get a lot of things misconstrued with abundant living and God having, mm-hmm. they get all that mixed up when, when, when we tell people about it and we share with them about those things, they get that misconstrued with somebody prosperity preaching. Mm-hmm. It is of God for us to prosper, but that's not the only thing he that's wants. The only thing. And that ain't just abundant life is not just exclusively tied mm-hmm. to money mm-hmm. and having things Yeah, because you can be rich and not have your health and you're poor. Yeah, exactly. Or you, ooh, you see what I'm saying? So yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And yeah. and that that's the for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. that was a past area of bondage when you start hearing people talk about, man, God wants to bless you. He wants you to be blessed. That's all you're hearing, and it's good, but it's just falling on the ground in my mind. I'm like, well, you know. It just sounds like prosperity preaching. Yeah. Well, to a certain extent with some people it is, but. It is. Because you know what? You know what Prosperity preaching is a part of the kingdom. That's just part. Prosperity is a part of the kingdom. Jesus didn't want you just saved and broke all the time. No. playing with this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm tired of all the religious crap. You know Uh what I'm saying? Bruh, Jesus wanted us not on, again. Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper, that you prosper and be in good, be in good, good health, health even as your soul, soul prosper. prosper. A prospering soul, a prospering physical body, yeah. right, and a prospering life. Okay, Man. that's in the prosperity gospel. Okay, now check this out. This is one of the things I realized too that in the prosperity gospel teaching, especially when it comes to uh, having uh, a level of abundance in finances. Mm-hmm. The first challenge is for you to budget. <laughs> it's called responsibility. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times you can walk in abundant living financially if you go ahead and budget. Quit living living Outside above your means. means. Yeah. yeah. We don't need six of everything. Sacri- I mean? Sacrifices. Yeah. Right? So anyway, this you know. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. But but she believed that the healing can happen for her. That was crucial. Here's a mystery reveal. Because we believe this woman was a Jew. And many of you Jews knew the Old Testament law, yes. the Old Testament teachings, the stories, and everything else. 
Mm-hmm. And many of the, uh, of the books, several of the books during that time, especially with the prophets, they, 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 they prophesied the coming Messiah and yes. what's going to be identified with. Yeah, uh, a characteristic. With the come, yeah, a characteristic mm-hmm. of the coming Messiah. Okay. Yeah. You read in Jeremiah. You go through Isaiah. You know uh, uh, mm. Ezekiel, even Moses. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So there, there have been some things that have been said to point toward who the Messiah is going to be based on characteristics that you are going to find in him. Correct. Or some things that he possess that you need to tap into. Correct. Now check this out. Malachi 4 and 2, it says, but to you who fear my name, the son of righteousness, Jesus Christ, shall rise with healing in his wings. Uh Uh-oh. In his wing. What was this? what, What do we call a wing? In this passage of scripture we're reading, not just not what is Malachi describing? At the end of the priestly garment, the robe, mm-hmm. there were tassels. Yeah. Those tassels was actually called wings. Here we go. I'm all I'm wondering. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That if I can touch the hem of his garment, the hem is the bottom. Catch a wing. That she's operating in faith based upon what she had read about him. And been taught about in the Old Testament. Oh, yeah. Okay, so she, she's, okay, wait a minute. There would be healing in his wings. Son of right, one of the characteristics will be healing in his wings, and I've heard the reports this, about him. This is my shot, and he's passing by. I'm gonna be there if I can just catch a wing. I got the word healing in his wings. He's a priest, he's wearing a priestly robe. I see those tassels, I see those wings at the bottom. At the hymn, hmm, I got to get healed. I'm pressing. I'm pressing. Through the crowd. Yeah. I don't care who in my way. Yeah. I got to, this has to go down. Hey, right, it's got to go. We have to understand what the word of God is saying and operate and move on it. Yeah. It's, it's, we can't just shout over what we read. Be excited over what we bring out of the word of God, the truth of it, and do nothing about what it. What you going to do about it? Though? What are you What you going to do about it? So my question we is... We ain't busting grapes. What are you doing about your healing? What are you going to do about your healing? If you know that healing is necessary, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about the struggle you're in? What are you going to do about the pain that you're in? The, the, the very thing that you do not want to face every day, that you know it's there. Gotta face it. Some days are worse than others. Mm-hmm. You're tired of being broke, budget. Yeah. So she got sick and tired of being sick and tired. She believed that healing can happen for her. 
And she and what she do? She got through the crowd. She bro. pushed through. I mean, she and man, pushed. And and it ain't just about the people, Mm-mm. right? Oh, you had to yeah. get past your fears, your frustration, your pride, right. your bitterness, your Ugh. complacency, your comfort level, grief. You got to get past all of that. All of that. What are you willing to do to get healed? Change of attitude and 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 stop sitting and willingly letting opportunities just go on by. Why keep carrying that burden? Because this the sign of some the sign of what when one of the telltale signs of something that you need to be healed from is those things that you know emotionally weigh you down. Man. It's a weight. When you got to fight. Yeah. To get out of bed. Yeah. Fight to get out of the house. When you struggle through your assignments throughout the day. It's a push. When you go to bed way down. And you what? Repeat the cycle all over again. Who do you need to forgive? Mm. Mm. What pain do you need to get rid of? Not to treat. Yeah. No more Tylenol. Because Tylenol is for those things we talked about earlier. Things that come with the assignment. Yeah. But surgery is for those things that keep weighing you down. Because <laughs> that has to be resolved. And we can't keep putting it off. We can't keep the pro- procrastination <sighs> is your enemy. Refusing to have that talk. Mm-hmm. Refusing to. Mm-hmm. to Ooh, them tough conversations, man. To tough conversations. To act like the problem does not exist. That's a weight by itself. That's delusion. Yeah. Um, Ignoring a thing is not addressing it. Man. There is a such thing as false peace. Yeah. It ain't even real. (laughs) You know. It's it's not peace. It's just the absence of opposition at the time. It's, it's 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 a comfort that you experience. By avoiding something that needs your confrontation. Yeah, you, you, you. That little piece it. right there. You gotta address it. It's only temporary. You know why? Because the problem still exists. Oh, it's still there. Oh, and it's growing. Yeah. Because things that are not addressed, confront, I don't even like confrontation, but I've learned. Mm-hmm. I heard Jordan Peterson say this. Uh, he said confrontation unaddressed tends to double, triple, quadruple mm-hmm. in the outcome. It gets exponentially worse when we don't address it, when we don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's it's sitting there growing yeah. and expanding. Solid you don't want to be healed. You got, we have to have a change of attitude. We 
I got to be healed. I got I to get have healed. to be healed. Yeah. God desires for me to be healed. Yeah. And we got to get past this embracing our anger and our frustration and our bitterness. I don't want to live with that. We, you know what? We, we champion that stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It becomes, it becomes a, a characteristic. It's People a characteristic. seeing you, they always mad. Yeah. You know why? Because it gets us off. It gets us, it has us in a place where it's like we're satisfied. It's an endorphin that yeah. goes with it. Yeah, we're satisfied with being angry because I can't get revenge, but I'm going to hold on to something that I feel is giving me what I need to, re- you know, to, 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 to make good with. Yeah. It's an inoculation. And, yeah. Or, or, you know, or, or something to justify mm-hmm. me is. staying mad. It's, and it's amazing when God said forgive, but we got the audacity to say, well, I can't forgive them for that. What kind of. Bro, you, you, can't, you can't leave. Man, like uh, forgiveness is mandatory. I mean, and he said, what is it, 70 times 7? Which yeah. is really like. Infinity, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, ain't nobody gonna do, do nothing to you four hundred ninety times no, a day, bro. Every day, yeah, it's no. not gonna happen. You're deluded, and you got something wrong with you. Yeah, and somebody that refuses to forgive somebody, man, you know, and all all that, yeah, and 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 that's a that man that is a weight that people are carrying, and we have to see we 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 become friends with our anger and our bitterness and our frustration. We feel justified in it, and and we take it on. You know, but what if that's the thing that's really weighing you down in life? What if we can trace your struggle back to an offense, uh, an offense where you were legitimately victimized and and you're still holding on to it? Is it worth holding on to that burden? When you know that Jesus is a healer. Because once you know and it's available, you need to press your way to him. Press, bro. I got to get Get past yourself. Get past Get past the situation. You have to get out of your Nazareth. Mm Mm-hmm. You're going to have to get out of it. I'm just that on that. Because it's I, working. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This helped me. So, as we close out 2023 and heading into a new year, let's stop carrying burdens that don't belong to us. It's over. It's what over. if your greatest experience in the Lord is going to come off the hinges, off the hinges of you getting healed. It's not going to happen unless you get healed. Yeah, comes off the hinge. Yeah, you gonna you gonna forever be in repeat. Yeah, this loop. Yeah, if you don't, if we don't push mm-hmm. to be healed, we carrying a lot of baggage. Too much, man. That we simply won't let go of. Is we fell in love with that pain. Yeah. And and we can't do that. Yeah. 
So no more in 2024. Mm -hmm. Make it a point and say to yourself, I've got to get healed. <laughs> I got to get healed. Man, you I man. got to get better. Boy, when y'all be Hank, man, I'm telling you, hanging with this sword, Jack, you get cut, but it's good. Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, man, this has been a good one. <laughs> it's in fact. I hope you guys had a wonderful oh, man. Uh, year. Yeah. And we're expecting God to do greater in the coming year. Oh, uh, it's about to go up. It ain't like, you yeah. know, it's about to go down. No, it's mm -hmm. about, about we're going up. up. Yeah. It's, on a, it's all the way up from here, man. Absolutely. So you have been swimming with the shark. And you've been swinging with the sword. Happy New Year, everyone. Merry New Year. <laughs> Beef jerky. <laughs>